Welcome to the Better Strangers podcast. My name is Eric McEwen, and I'm your host for this experiment. What you're going to be listening to is a conversation I had with a complete stranger. Now, this is all about getting to know strangers and getting to know what works in a conversation. So I talked to Kate Gallagher this week, and we go on for about 20 minutes until her dinner is ready. And 20 minutes is a pretty good length of time. It's a little shorter than the hour and a half episodes we've had the last two weeks. This episode is a little different. We get into topics that there's some passion behind or some opinion. There's an opinion behind. And I, I stay away from opinion as much as possible, as dumb as that sounds. All the awkwardness and all the pauses are left in. They're not edited out. So take a listen, enjoy, and we'll talk about it on the other side of the podcast. Hello, this is Eric. Hello, this is Kate. You just Hi. called me. Hi, Kate. Um, how are you doing? I'm okay. Good. This is uh, uh, this is Eric from the Better Strangers podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Right. <laughs> Were you screening calls? I no 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 no. I was um, I'm making homemade mayo, and I had. Eggs on my hands, and I had to wash them. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, if you're making homemade mayo, do you have uh, time to talk, or do you want to uh, sure, try let's a different time? Sure, let my um my headset so I can continue on my kitchen project. Good, good. I am really excited to talk about this mayo. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. I had totally forgotten that I submitted my information. I know. I'm getting to. Uh, I've got such a large list here that once I get to people, they've already forgotten that they submitted. But that's kind of cool. I mean, I think uh, I think there's an element of surprise there. You catch people off guard. <laughs> I like uh, I like saying who I am and then letting that pause kind of happen, where people aren't quite sure. It's like, uh, do I know you? Which Eric? I had no sick yeah, Eric. From uh, high school? No. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm ready. Good, good. All right, let's talk about mayo first of all. What do you want to know? Um, I've always been scared to make my own mayo because it is it's raw egg uh, whites, right? Yeah, but eggs have to be pasteurized. So that's true. The pasteurization process is pretty like. It's pretty intense. And the last time that anybody died from a, at least in any significant quantities, uh-huh. uh, was the, uh, what, the salmonella scare from the Schwann's ice cream and frozen yeah, pizza. Yeah, like, that was 96, 97. That was a while back. Yeah. Put people off the raw stuff. But people are afraid of everything raw. Raw beef, raw anything. Raw anything that is refrigerated most of the time. Right, yeah, anything that just kind of kind of sits or would go crazy if left out on the counter. But think about this. When people used to own cows, they would milk the cow in the morning, and then that milk would sit on the counter, you know, before refrigeration was something that people could afford all uh-huh. day long. <laughs> I suppose so. People didn't seem to be dying in masses from that. Yeah, but we've, I mean... We've learned a few things since then, but, you know, I, I, you do have a point. And I, I don't think it's been like this instantaneous death. Like, right, no, no. Things have to... 30 seconds later, dead. 
they have to grow in culture and all of that first before you get yeah. uh, 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 salmonella or or just death, death in general, death germs. Death in general. So do you make all your own mail, or is this kind of... This is my first attempt. I make a okay. lot of my own things, and this is the first time I've tried to do mayo. Because okay. I don't eat uh, vegetable oils, and mayo from the store is always made, even if it's one of the nicer olive oil ones, it's never fully olive oil. There's always some canola or soybean or some other kind of vegetable oil going on there. Right, right. Now, is that a choice, or is that by... Uh... A choice. Okay. All right. Good, good. And is this a, a new kind of? Uh, I don't. I don't want to say kick because that kind of demeans it. But um, is this? A... About six months old, and it goes. It's not just vegetable oils. It's um, grains, all mm-hmm. grains: corn, wheat, soybeans, barley, rye, oats, you name it. And then <laughs> um, legumes, no legumes, and what? No added sugar. Okay. So are you being, it sounds It sounds almost like you're an anti-vegetarian at this point. Well, it's that I, like a typical meal would be some sort of protein. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can get it uh, grass-fed, free-range, et cetera, then I will. Yeah, yeah. Um, heaping pile of vegetables such as spinach or uh, kale or cauliflower, pretty much anything green. Yeah. And then... Uh, um, Sometimes that's it. Maybe a little bit of cheese if I'm feeling adventurous. <laughs> Ooh, a lot. But, so, I guess it's like, and nuts. I do nuts. Nuts are good. Yeah. Um, no, that's it. That sounds extremely healthy. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the idea. Although, I also do things like tons of bacon that are supposed to be clogging my arteries, and yet my arteries true. are completely unclogged. Oh. Okay. Um, now I know we've just met, but let's keep going into this. Uh, what 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 is the reasoning uh, behind all of these uh, food choices? Basically, or much more. Uh, we can go like as the short version or the long version. <laughs> oh boy, uh, how much time do we have? Um, how about <laughs> whatever version is more interesting? Well. See, but the short version sounds really controversial and intense, and like I've just gone like a crazy person. Okay, but well, let's start with the, the short version. The version has, has um, like physiological and biochemical and, mm-hmm. and sort of evolutionary reasons behind it. Okay, so, well, let's just start with what book you read. Uh, well, that's such a clear-cut question. Anyway, yeah. I guess it is in the sense that what started me on this current project mm-hmm. of lifestyle change, um, was Gary Taub's Why We Get Fat. Okay. Um, and mind you, I'm not fat. I've never been overweight. Right, so right. my motivation for reading this book was a, a interest in health and nutrition, and he came to the University of Minnesota campus where I work okay. and did a, a sort of author signing ditty, and I couldn't go to that, but I picked up his book and I read it, and... I felt like I was in the twilight zone, and then I put it down, and my life has never been the same. Uh, and after that, I read, I started reading articles like crazy, and a whole bunch of blogs, and mm-hmm. mostly by MDs and registered dietitians and folk who actually know what they're talking about. Um, 
but it's just I don't know. I've it's opened up a whole new realm for me. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not. Version. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not trying to needle you here. I, I, my wife just read that book as well. Oh. So it's, uh, okay. Uh, so not so weird. No, no, no. I've, I, I've, I've, he- I've heard uh, uh, everything. I guess before, or, or heard of it before. I don't know everything, and I don't, pre- don't pretend to know which books have it all correct or not. Um, and I don't know if this guy has it all correct, but I, for the first time in all of the different ways that I've eaten in my life, vegetarian, mm-hmm. um, sort of typical American, you know, meat, veggies, potatoes kind of thing, uh, and well, I don't know, for a while I was pretty close to vegan, avoiding pretty much every animal product you could find. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've, I've done a fair number of different things just from the, with the idea of, trying to make the best choices for me and for our, you know, our planet, if I, if that's possible. Right, yeah. Uh, but so what was convincing in all of this is that, so I read this book and I think, huh, there's something to this. And, and then I started <laughs> what, a never-ending Google quest, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thanks to my job at the university, I have access to a whole bunch of scholarly journals for Ooh, free. Nice. Which rocks, because it means that if I read a, you know, an article and I think, that sounds crazy shit, I can go <laughs> look up the study that they cited and read it from start to finish and then decide for myself whether or not it makes any sense. Good, good. Um, All right. Yeah, I, I, uh, I appreciate, you know, whenever I read something, I always, uh, always uh, have to check a couple more sources at least before. It's like, this sounds great. Oh, but what if it's not true? You always have yeah, to do your fact-checking at least a little bit to... Uh... The sad thing with nutrition is that a lot of the things that we think are true and, like, fast and hard facts are such baloney mm-hmm. <laughs> facts by, like, fluffy nothingness that's just been perpetuated over the last 30 to 50 years. Yeah. Well, I was... Uh, yeah. My wife, uh, there was this book she was reading for some reason or another, and she said, you should read this chapter. And I look through it, and they have a food pyramid in there. And I go, wait a second. I cannot trust anything in this book, because there is a freaking food pyramid. And I know that's wrong. Unless they're using it for illustrative purposes as to why people are, why we're in the state we're in. Right. Of of, of, uh, unhealth um, and obesity, then 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 you're right. Then this isn't. They're trying to lend credibility to some argument by using the food pyramid that I'm, I'm inclined to not believe them right yep 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 that that that, <laughs> that one, was exactly yeah all right good well we cleared so wait, that but up that wasn't the story at all the story being i read all this stuff and then oh right right i interrupted that, uh, we weren't as far as i can tell there's stuff that either we weren't meant to eat it all the way we eat it or mm-hmm. we just weren't meant to eat it in the quantities in which we consume it so wheat being a huge one, um, right? Yeah, and and uh, that being number one, mm-hmm. and then sugar, ultra processed the way that we eat it, number two, and these crazily processed vegetable oils being number three. That are ugh, I don't even want to think about that because that means the the corn and the wheat and the soybeans that they're coming from. And the other, other quote vegetables. Although 
mm-hmm. none of them actually are. I guess Soviets are, but we right, right, aren't. Yeah. Um, are nothing close to their like natural original form of of, of you know long long ago, thousands and thousands of years ago. Right. Yeah. Ooh. In the meantime, Monsanto dove in and decided to genetically modify them. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with mon- uh, 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 genetic modification for the purposes of, uh, you know, feeding starving people, you know, like uh, third but world the countries. the part or... is that you feed them wheat and they have full bellies, but they're still malnourished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So our priorities right are totally out of whack. It's just like, so the, all these people exist in this suboptimal state of living because they're getting enough calories to survive, but they're not getting enough calories to flourish mm-hmm. in the right, from the right ways or from the right sources. So they're riddled with, um, with really common problems like rickets, which is a disease that nobody should have, but no. it's caused by a vitamin deficiency. Um, and it just makes me angry. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's... But then I count my lucky stars and say, you know, I have the choice to not eat these things because I live in the U.S. of A., so mm-hmm. I'm a lucky, lucky person. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's hard to decide what to do just because you hear so many different things from so many different sources and everyone claims to have it correct. Like, uh, uh, you know, cholesterol is... is bad and the way to lower cholesterol is to eat whole grains and vegetable oils and stuff like that but you know we should be eating meat and not uh you know high in high in fat content foods or whatever it's 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 hard to pick a direction and just go with that and kind of hope for the best because they keep discovering new i mean we know a lot about the human body but there's a lot we don't know and it keeps developing, and heck, people thought smoking was good at one point. So I, I, you know, you just have to do what works for you and hope for the best. Well, the cool thing about this though is that in all the past things that I've attempted, you know, mm-hmm. ways of eating, um, I had to convince myself that it was a good idea on sort of moral grounds or ethical grounds, like in the case of vegetarianism or veganism. Mm-hmm. But this seems like a hell of a good way to eat, just because of how awesome I feel all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're getting good food, too, or at least tasty food. I yeah. mean, you're not trying to eat, like, whole wheat toast with a smidgen of uh, uh, cottage cheese on it for breakfast. No, no, that no, no, no. I'm sound... quite satisfied pretty much all the time. Right. I, I stopped being a vegetarian at, uh, when I was younger. I, would, I did it for a year, but I was hungry all the time. I just couldn't get uh, full from all the the veggies and the uh, legumes, I guess. Yeah, and other, yes, um, that doesn't suppress me at all. <laughs> so you're making mayo. What is, uh, what does that go with? Or what are you, are you making an egg salad with it or, or? Nope, I'm going to put it in blue cheese dressing. Ooh. That's where it's headed. You sound like you have it pretty figured out. Uh, at least right for the moment. In that right. Realm. Yeah, yeah. Until <laughs> everything changes. But for now, everything's good. Yes, and it's working pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to cross my fingers and keep riding the current train I'm on. Go for it. I I support it. 
So what other things uh, do you do? You, this is your first time making mail. What other, uh, I guess, food projects have you created? That's a weird way to put it. Um, uh, ghee is another one. What is ghee? Uh, like clarified butter. Uh, what? I didn't know there was... butter and you, sim- you simmer it over the stove for mm-hmm. on low heat for, I don't know, an hour or so, and... As it simmers, the milk proteins all sink to the bottom, and then they start to caramelize. And then, when they're nice and caramelized, and you pretty, and it stops bubbling because all the moisture has simmered out of it, then you strain it through cheesecloth, and then you have yourself a shelf-stable, delicious, delicious buttery product that mm-hmm. also is safe for the lactose intolerant types. Huh. Now, shelf-stable. That means you can. Not refrigerated? Leave it in my cupboard. Yep. Wow. All right. So you you strain out the the oily part then and keep the bits in the cheesecloth. Is that what you're going for? No, no, no. You keep the you keep the oil. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That makes more sense. Because those are the milk proteins, and if you don't, those aren't shelf stable. That's why you're trying to get them out. Gotcha. Huh. That was my project of a couple weeks ago. I'm also. Uh, been experimenting with something called pemmican. I think you mean pelican. Nope. <laughs> what is pemmican? It's something that Native Americans used to eat um, when they weren't pre pre slaughtered by by the colonizers, um, and it is basically some kind of fat rendered to tallow, same thing as the ghee, so that they get all the moisture out of it, so that it's stable at room temperature. Mm-hmm. You won't go rancid. And then mixed with uh, essentially like really, really, really dried out beef jerky. Mm. And they would make this in packs and then when they were traveling long distances and didn't have access to regular food sources, they would eat this out of the packs that they had with them. So it's like, it's like the opposite of trail mix, I guess. <laughs> that sounds like it. But serves the same purpose. So do you have to make your own, do you make your own beef jerky then too? I've made an attempt. I need to borrow a dehydrator from a friend the next time I try it because it, okay. it didn't work s- out as well as I thought. See, did you use what did you use? A couple of air filters and some fans? No, I just put it in my oven. Um, ah. on as low as my oven would go, and then I propped the door open and left it like that for about six hours. Mm-hmm. I believe I watched an episode of Good Eats on some at some point where he used a couple of homemade things to make some beef jerky. So oh, yeah. I believe he just laid it out, uh, strips of beef on some, on some like household air filters, put a fan on one side blowing and a fan on one side sucking and just, uh, uh, dried it. Yeah. If you live in, like if I lived in Arizona, I could easily make it. <laughs> right. We live in the, uh, the soggy, soggy Northwest Midwest Midwest. I don't know where you live. I live in the Midwest. Oh, where do you live? Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Okay. I just I. They're the two big ones. I've been, I've been assuming. What's that? Are you from here originally? Yeah, I've lived here all the time. Since uh, since I was born, I think all the way back back then. So here's the story. My dinner is ready. Okay. Well, I will not keep you any longer. Well, 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 what are you having for dinner? Let me ask that. 
um, hamburgers that I made myself. Okay, grass-fed? With, uh, yep. Did you make the cows uh, yourself? Did I make the what? Cows. No, I did not. Okay. No, <laughs> no I did okay. not make the cows. All oh. right. I guess I could if I were a farmer, but I don't have that kind of uh, funds right now. To right, right. That. Um, and then they have blue cheese, really good blue cheese, and chives in them. That's um, it. And you got and the sauce you just pickles. made. Or... And, uh, oh, a bag of mixed leafy greens. That's like kale and collard greens and something else mixed together. Delightful. That we put on the grill with the, with the magical ghee. <laughs> nice. That sounds great. Well, you have a good dinner. Thanks. And thank you for chatting. Thanks for giving me a call. <laughs> of course. Thanks for calling back. Okay. All right. Good night. And there you have it. Thank you, Kate, for taking part in the conversation. Now, this conversation was a little different. It, we got into a topic that there are certainly lots of different opinions on. And it's not like we were talking about like Holocaust denialism or anything super crazy like that. Uh, but, you know, with nutrition and there's so many different sides of so many different theories. And, you know, I've, I've, I've heard a bit about this book. And my main takeaway from the book was, well, I, you know, I'm not even going to talk about that. Why would I, like, give my opinion after the after the fact? It's like, I get the final word in? No, 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 no. We had that conversation. I didn't bring up any qualms or anything like that during the conversation. So why should I get to do that now? We talked. I listened. I have this thing where I want everyone to, I, I think we all do, where we want everyone to like us. Um, and we don't want to chance upsetting the other person by disagreeing with them or at least bringing up a different side or, or your own opinion. You know, trying to be more of a blank slate that people can't judge if they try it. I don't, maybe everyone doesn't have that. Maybe that's just me. Just <laughs> me just being a, uh, a blank slate waiting, waiting for someone to, uh, uh, write what they think I am on that blank slate. So that's uh, that's my fault. That's my fault. Um, so maybe, you know, we would have a, a more versatile conversation if I had brought up anything at all besides the kind of limp-wristed uh, handshake of the, well, I don't know about blah, 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 blah. Great conversation, Eric. Brah. I'm going to slow clap for myself. Good, good job, Eric. Thank you very much, Kate, for taking part in that. Um, and thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, go ahead and tell people about it. Give it a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, just search for Better Strangers and you'll find us there. Your ratings and reviews really, really help out a whole bunch in how many people get to see the podcast in iTunes and it brings new listeners. If you want to take part in a conversation and you don't know me or have not met me, uh, go to betterstrangers.com and click on the link at the top to submit your information, and we'll have a chat. And thank you to Brad Sucks for providing the theme music. You can go to bradsucks.net to find more of his great music. It's really, really good. You know, he offers up all of his stuff for uh, pay what you want, and he's very, very liberal with all of his music, and he's, he's, he's pretty great. He's pretty great. So... Thanks again for listening. 
And I was going to say I love you all, but I don't know that. Uh, that is that is pandering. That is pandering. Goodbye.